Hey guys, it's Sleepy. I just wanted to say a few words before you tune in to this episode on the recap show. We are having issues with Discord, so you're gonna hear some very weird audio glitches. Now, you can still hear it, but I do apologize that for some parts of this episode, uh, it's not gonna sound too good, but we will fix it for the next episode. So, with that, please enjoy. And we'll see you in the next one. That Hello, was... everyone. This is the Meta Us Recap Show, and we've just concluded the week two of our Meta Us LOR Open. Now, today I'm joined with three guys. First of all, Alan, how do you find that grand finals? Yo, that was uh, that was pretty interesting to watch, and I was even more dominant than he was before, which hard to imagine, but he was. And, uh, you know, we just did the interview with him, and it's just amazing the way he thinks. Yeah. He just thinks much differently. You know, I'm not a Terra player, but I have played Hearthstone. And so I understand what he's talking about when he says things like value and trading and mm-hmm. top decking and those type of things. But just the way he puts them in order, the way he uh, thinks about it, the way he able to understand what's favorite and what's not favorite and the difference between just one and two cards, one or two cards deck. It's pretty amazing. I, I certainly don't think that way. I, I, I really have to work in myself to think that way, whereas it's very clear he naturally thinks that way. Yeah, like his way of thinking, you can actually catch the interview in later in this recap show. But uh, ask me, how do you like today's tournament? Uh, well, if you just notice, today's tournament is a bit different because we listen to the players' suggestion and we actually change some of our our to- tournament format, which we actually allow the players to bring in submit four decks, and the players can actually choose to ban which deck they want. So this gives the player a bit more momentum going into the tournament, and especially that they know. Uh, more clearly the opponent's deck. Yeah, that's pretty cool having an open deck format as well as giving them four decks to submit and letting them ban one deck. And we have with us as well, Andy, how are you today and how do you find week two? I'm good and the game was good too, dude. Um, But uh, I kind of wished for more games in game uh, in the grand finals. But yeah. if High doesn't want to play more games, then Hey, it's his call. I mean, oh man, it's really a grind. It lasted for one hour. Even yeah. though it was 3-0. That right? is it true, actually. And it lasted for an hour. Yeah, so, but yeah, it was all good games. And I was, it was very interesting to see how I could maneuver very well in that last game. Uh, he yeah. Was, he was on... He was backed against the wall. But yes. he managed to survive and he actually won it. It was amazing. Uh, and if you guys are tuning into a recap, of course, you want to know the winner. The winner is High. He's on a two-peak and on his way to do a hat-trick next week. Damn. He has confirmed he wants to play He wants to play next week, mm. which is really good for us. Uh, I think for me, the honorable mention was definitely when he won that final game with zero cards in hand, right? He spent every single card to win the game. Dude. So it really showed you how close the game was. And I think we'll, we might have a highlight of that, but if you don't have a highlight of it, you can catch the vault over at twitch.tv slash c uh, meta dot oh sorry. Twitch.tv slash meta us tv. 
That's M E T A U S T V. Now, ask me, do you have any honorable mentions from the tournament? Uh, I would really like to mention Fistat. Fistat, uh, there's a, a lot of changes to how he plays depending on week one and week two. And actually, if anyone who follows week one will know that actually Fistat and High actually played together and they were very close playing. Last week, they were 2-3 as well. And this week, they were also the same. So really, I really, really respect Fistat. Yeah, just follow him. You can find his profile on Melo.us. He's definitely a player to watch. What about you, Alan? Oh, uh, you know, what stands out for me is the first match that we cast, which was Caius. And boy, talk about hard luck. Um, that was that was hard to hard to watch, and probably was kind of salty for him. He was not getting the cards that he had. I think at some point he had uh, what Fizdarth down twenty to one or something. Yes, it was twenty on. to one HP. Oh, and like God, you're top deck, and you're like, just get it. Yeah, man. I, I asked him a few questions after that game, and he was like, I threw that game. I just didn't see one interaction. I didn't you know, have to I love that at him all. love that him all. Just kind of walk through it with him and how he's feeling and what he was thinking at the time, because we've all gone through that. Even you know, playing a ladder or other different games, it's like, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this. And he's just, for whatever reason, you can't close it out. It's frustrating. Yeah, just a crucial error at an important time. Damn. That's tough. How about you, Andy? I have to agree with Asmi. I like Fitz Darth. I think he's got a lot of... Uh, I wouldn't say potential, but more like... He's good. Because he put up a good fight against uh, the other players. And I'm really looking forward to see more of him in the next series. Uh, in the next week. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, so... Oh, one just... other shout-out to Defos. Oh yeah, he was new this week, so yeah, we're all about welcoming new players. Now glad to see a new kind of one. The good news for everybody is they're all going to get paid, so you know it's good that we can kind of uh, reward everybody who played today. And uh, those of you who are wondering, I guess the listeners out there wondering, does that mean everyone gets paid? Well, not enough people show up, and kind of let people have the, the prize pool and that's what's going to happen. So show up. Snooze, you lose. <laughs> and we have ACL happening tonight. Yep. We're going to have a preview show right now with Andy. Hmm? So what's up with that, Andy? It's actually happening as we speak. Right now, uh, managing one of the lobbies, we have 16 players, best Indonesian players. There are... Uh, so fun fact, they actually are the first few players who earned meta ranks. And we have the uh, top most players uh, playing in the ACL, the Auto Chess League Senior, number one. So we'll see how it goes. It's happening right now. This is only game one. And uh, we're going to have more updates for you tomorrow on tomorrow's yeah. ACL show. And uh, what do you think about that, Alan? Well, I was actually wondering if uh, some of the top players from the uh, original league that we did for ACIC are actually playing. So, you know, some of the uh, guys that I remember were guys like uh, MTG and uh, L. Mm-hmm. Are, are they in? 
Yeah, so there are actually a few players from uh, ACIC who actually managed to go into the Grand Finals. They are also competing here in ACL Senior. Um, some of them we can mention are SSL, SSXYCTN, SSMVIR, SSGMZ, uh, and we have Jeffsco, MNMSMUN. So these are a few of the names that we know are in the grand finals of ACIC. The All right, I'm just going to go out and I'm gonna say my pick. Yeah. Can I pick? Yes. I'm going to pick uh, Adrian. Adrian L. Because wow. I look back at his ACIC, he won every single time. First, 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 four weeks in a row. That is actually true. He is a strong I think, player. I think he's done it. Okay. Well, I was going to pick Adrian because obviously he's the winner <laughs> and you bet on the winning horse. Okay. So I'll okay. just bet on Jeff's code because I like his name. Jeff's code. And, uh, his, his record is really good as well. Yeah, he's, so, a, he's a pretty good player as well. Honestly, I can't really pick, guys, because these are just really great players. I, I can't wait to see them perform. I am watching them as we are speaking, so I'm having all the fun. Actually, EG, that was a really good pick too. Jeff. His real name is Jeffrey Koo, by the way. But uh, he won every time, too. Yeah. Good grief. That's right. You guys really are the best. That's right. Strong player, strong player. So, yeah, we're going to have more updates tomorrow. So, if you want to find out more about these auto chess players, do tune in tomorrow, guys. Yeah, and do tell us, Andy, how many rounds are being played today and tomorrow? Yeah, so today we are playing a best of three series, meaning they'll play three matches and the player with the most points is going to win and they're going to earn some money they're going to earn seven uh seven and a half dollars uh if they win this bracket and that's going to happen again tomorrow going to happen again next week friday and saturday and we'll have the grand finals on sunday nice so they they win for every bracket and then they also win if they go far in the playoffs that's correct nice we also have other Meta Leagues happening, and there's the PUBGM Open happening tomorrow, the Meta.us PUBGM Open, hosted by TNC Events. Now, Alan, can you tell us a bit about the PUBGM tournament? Yeah, I, you know, this is something that we're doing weekly as well, and this is the first week. We opened it up to 32 teams, and we filled it. It's a full house, man. So 32 teams, and it looks like the very good quality, some very good quality teams are coming in. Nine are crown-level teams, which is fairly high rank in PUBG Mobile, so excited to see them. But also it's fun to see what the teams are doing with their profiles as well. So there's one team called uh, Pandemica, I think. <laughs> wow. And, and it's really exactly good. what you would think, right? So they're basically saying, yep, uh, you know, the, the vi their tagline, wait, let me read their tagline. Their tagline says, uh, created during the rise of the outbreak can be as lethal as the outbreak. So I had them as kind of the cleverest name for a team and <laughs> wow. cleverest tagline. That's awesome. <laughs> and then there's some teams that are pimping out their team profile. There's one called Chickens, which is a play on words on chickens. So they've got in-screen shots of their entire team all pimped out in different clothes and stuff. So that was kind of cute. Um, no, very cool. Sorry, cute. That's not the right word. But this is very cool. So it's good to see people having fun with the profile. Yeah. Um, and then there is one called Proud Basaya. They have a really cool logo. You can check that out. So besides uh, play, we're about having. Uh, it's good to see teams having fun. 
Yeah, and that's awesome to hear that we filled out all the registrations. All 32 teams. PUBG cool. Mobile is big. It's big, dude. It's big. And really, really glad to see that. Yeah, it's fun. I'm happy. And also, we'll be having a pretty interesting and unique format for the 32 teams. Alan, can you tell us a bit about that? It's a two-day format. So we're going to break the 32 teams into two groups of 16. They'll each play four rounds. And then day two, the top eight teams from each one of those rounds will go and play in the finals and the playoffs. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to do a recap tomorrow night to see who goes into day two and then a recap and who kind of comes out of um, day two. And and the format is winner take all. So whoever wins day two gets everything. Nice. Damn. It's all on the line, folks. So it's all on the line. How many teams get eliminated today? Uh, sorry, tomorrow? 16 teams will get eliminated. Wow. That's a big cut. So that's half, half the playing field. Yeah. But the good news out of all of this is that all the teams will earn meta rank. And that's going to lead to potentially seeding in the week two and higher the entry into maybe higher tier leagues later on. Yep. So that was the Meta.us GM Open. Week one happening tomorrow and then going on for three more weeks. Week two to four. And other than that, we have another Open and that's the Meta.us MLBB Open week one happening next weekend and now included in the prize pool we have diamonds oh that diamonds. that and is nice it's not only diamonds right it's tons and tons of diamonds <laughs> i love in that. fact fifty-eight thousand. oh diamonds. my god really yeah 58. Ellen, okay tell us a bit about how the diamonds are being broken down so i am told diamonds will be given out every single week to the top eight teams. Mm. First place team will get 70, no, oh, no, wait, sorry. 3,500 diamonds, which is equivalent to what? 70 Singapore dollars roughly? Somewhere like that, yes. Damn. Somewhere like that. So yeah, that's pretty, that's all. I think you can buy a lot of skins with that. Second place, 2,500 diamonds. Third, fourth place, 715, no, 1,750 diamonds. Fifth to eighth, 1,000 diamonds, and that's on top of the cash. Yeah. So, oh, and wait, giveaways too. So we've got a thousand diamonds to give away to viewers of the stream, and uh, I believe Andy, you're casting. That's right. It's gonna be so much fun, actually. Can't wait. Awesome. And I believe the registrations are still open, so you guys can come hop on over to and find the MLBB League registration on Meta.us. So other than the MLBB League, we also have another league, and that's the Reality Reef Cup, actually. And it's actually a continuation from one of our previous uh, friends, right? With uh, Happening with C-Sport, and our new friends at Reality Reef. So just tell us a bit about that, Alan. Yeah, so uh, the first season for CSGO on Meta was with 20 teams, and we had teams from all over the region, including Philippines, uh, Singapore, Hong Kong. We even had a team from Brunei, a team from India. And it was a lot of fun. So we're going to do it again. This coming weekend is going to be a warm-up with our friends at Reality Rift, which is a cyber cafe here in Singapore. And right after that, we'll lead into our second season. So this is a tune-up with some uh, good prizes, I believe. Yeah, and registrations are all filled up with eight Singapore and Malaysia teams. But you guys can tune in for our week two registration if it happens. Come, just join up. 
at meta.us and join up our Discord for notifications about new leagues and cups as well. But uh, these eight teams are competing for some free hours at Reality Rift as well as cash and peripheral prizes to be announced soon. So that was it for all of our leagues and tournaments. Uh, be sure to tune in to the recap show next weekend. And uh, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Adios. Thank you. Talk soon. And now we are going to have an interview again with the same player who won the Legends of Runeterra Open last week. That is high. And here is the man himself. I got winner interview. And uh, congratulations again for winning. 2-0. This, uh, is, is you're going to make it a hat trick. I would hope so. <laughs> Dude, congrats, man. That was a repeat. And that was a clean sweep if I was not wrong, right? 3 0. Yeah, 3 0. God damn. Yeah. But I think I drew pretty well for those games. Uh, I mean, the, the one of the team really saved me in the first game. And um, I'm not really sure about the second game about who's favored in that matchup. I would think he's favored, but I haven't played the matchup enough. The. As for the as for the last uh last game, he's supposed to be super favored in that matchup. He just didn't draw any grasps or yeah, enough healing. Mm, and I drew a lot of burn. It's, it just happened that I drew pretty well. In the end I think this uh last series actually came down a lot to uh, the order in which we killed our decks. Because when I looked at uh his decks and my decks, it was actually really close, like the matchups were pretty polarized. It just ends up on who who kills which deck in which order? Uh, the detain was a draw, super pokey. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So, uh, for your deck, actually, I saw like almost the exact copy that uh, Free Stuff was running. That the Demacia failure deck, right? So, why does he have so many one offs and twos offs? Uh, the my Bannerman list. Yeah. So my Bannerman list runs uh one of detain one of uh, unyielding spirit. So for detain it's a one off because it's just like you don't really want to draw it draw it ever draw a two off of it and you don't even want it in all games you just want it in some games. Detain tends to be very clutch in uh ban formats because a lot of people construct their decks in a way that uh they play around uh that they don't have to play around Wheel of Ionia. So a lot of Swain decks or Endure decks, they will... more of these uh, decks will show up in the format. So Detain actually is really good into all of these things because Detain serves a similar purpose as Wheel of Ionia in the sense that it removes something from the board, resets buffs, things like that. As for Fury of the North as a one-off, well, Fury of the North is a one-off because uh, I need to put a friendly odd card in there. <laughs> so, so, that, so that's that's why why there's one fear of the north. Uh, fear of okay. the north is pretty in function, really, really similar to repost. Sometimes it's a little bit better, sometimes it's a little bit worse. It's a uh, right, right. It's really really close. And the unyielding spirit actually is a so not all those cards that uh actually comes in super clutch into a lot of uh the matchups. It's just a good card. I mean, suddenly they can't kill your card. Isn't that isn't that just good? Yeah. Like it's, it's almost good. imbalanced, man. Like if they, yeah. Imagine they can't just bounce your spell. Like they can't bounce your follower, and then at, at burst speed, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty nuts, honestly. Pretty good, pretty good. It's pretty good. 
So surprisingly, your opponent didn't ban your Ionia the Marcia deck. Why 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 do you think that he didn't ban it? Uh, Super Pokey actually did ban my did ban my um Lux Karma deck. Uh, but oh. Fizzduff didn't ban my didn't ban my uh Lux Karma. So Fizzduff, the matchup against Fizzduff was actually like a straight up mirror match. Like he brought exactly the same decks as me. I mean the lists were like one or two cards off. Yeah. And he chose to ban my uh, burn instead of my, which instead of my Lux Karma, which I think actually was a mistake, because, uh, if you look at his his cards especially, right, look at his his decks, his Bannerman is actually kind of in a way to deal with um, with burn since it runs like a relentless pursuit, right. and Lux Karma just has too good of a matchup into, uh, two out of two out of three of his decks, so. Lux Karma is just a good win, good matchup into Deep Sea Monsters, and it's a good matchup into Bannerman. Mm. I actually lost the Lux Karma into Deep Sea Monsters. I drew pretty badly, and I think he drew pretty well that game. Yeah, and throughout your tournament, actually, you draw a lot of 3-offs. Like yeah. In the Lux Karma, you draw like 3-offs, Radiant Guardian, and then in the follow-up game, you draw 3 Lux. 3 Lux. <laughs> and I think in the Bannerman Mirror, I drew 3 single combat as well. Yes. Just... So why do you think that keeps happening? I mean, it's just variance, I guess. It just so happens that today I tend to be drawing all three of a certain card. <laughs> the the Bannerman Mirror was actually really, really interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people say Bannerman is like a, oh, it's a easy deck to play. It's like, right. it's a really, you just play all your cards on curve and you win the game. And the Bannerman Mirror, you think it's about who plays a, plays Bannerman on curve, uh, who plays Boost plays on curve better, but mm-hmm. actually, in actuality, the matchup is very uh, value value orientated. So, if I'm pretty, sh- I remember not playing my uh fifth feather tracker or turn one or turn two, even though yeah. I could, because the reason is uh that if you play a fleet feather on one and they play fleet feather one and then they play a bright bright steel formation, a bright steel protector to shield their fleet feather tracker and just like eat your tracker, or they play a fiora and they just beat your tracker kill your tracker, suddenly you're like a whole card behind. Right. So it's actually a very, very value-centric matchup. And in the end, I, I felt pretty favored going into the matchup because uh, his list actually uh, didn't run repose. He ran one uh, one one-off Fury of the North and he yeah. ran Relentless Pursuit, which actually, uh, Relentless Pursuit is not a very good card in the mirror. And... Uh, repose is super good in the mirror. Repose just lets, lets you trade up like crazy. And even though yeah. you, you would think looking at my hand, I think at turn 4 I had 3 single combats, you're thinking, oh, <laughs> he has a pretty bad hand. And But I had Citria in my hand, and after I drew Garen, I actually felt kind of favoured there. Mm-hmm. It's actually really interesting. Okay. So that, that was why you skipped so many turns without playing your low-value cards, your low-mana cards. Yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all about getting value in that matchup. I see. The, HP is the, that's the most like, health is the resource kind of matchup where your health literally doesn't matter. Unless yeah. it's zero, of course. Yeah, there were some matches where you were at one health and you still managed to win the game. I think it was against uh, Fistaf. Yeah, I think the set against Fistaf was actually super close. If I, he definitely could have taken that set. That's really close. Yeah, so great. Yeah, it sounds like you had very good games. You were challenged. And yeah. uh, we hope to see you back for next week. Uh, week three, I think the yeah, I, I tomorrow. Actually, no, um, you get nervous during these during competitive play at all. Mm, 
not for these uh smaller competitions in a sense. I, I guess I haven't really competed a whole lot, like compared to maybe like players who has like gone to sea games. I mean the stakes for sea games are of course like way bigger. And like for these like weekly events. I mean when I first started playing them of course I was a little bit nervous, but now that I've played a few more of them I actually feel like more um comfortable playing it. And uh I don't know, I just, but sometimes I do feel like a little bit of like butterflies in my stomach, like before playing, because I really hate losing. But after I start playing, it's just, it's all right. I just focus on the game and I feel fine. Uh, you're able to kind of block out distractions and maybe people are watching on game or whatever. You're able to just kind of... Yeah, then there's really a lot of things to think about. I, I actually play pretty slowly compared to um other players, I think. I play really slowly. I'm, I'm just, uh, there's a lot of things to think about in Ruthera. It's it's pretty deep game in my opinion. Yeah, and with that, thank you for the interview. Hi, thanks for your time and your words. I think there's a lot of insights that people can learn from. Yeah. All right. And we hope to see you back again next week. All right, week yep. three registration opens tomorrow. Three times in a row, maybe. I mean, Freaky. if I'm going to uh, get a buy because of good seeding, then I'm kind of priced into playing, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you, hi. See you again next week. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.